It's Monday, July 10th, 2017. I'm Herbie Newell, and this is the Defender Podcast, the daily encouragement to mobilize and equip the body of Christ to manifest the gospel to orphans and vulnerable children. This daily podcast is a ministry of Lifeline Children's Services, and I'm coming to you from Birmingham, Alabama. And today I am joined by Christy Mack Seegers, the director of our domestic programs, as well as one of the counselors that we have here, Christy Harmon, who has the privilege of being able to work with young women going through crisis pregnancies. And today we want to talk about Lifeline as a ministry that's not just pro-birth, but that is life-affirming. And so as a ministry, we advocate for babies to be born because we understand that life is so abundantly precious to God. Not only did he knit us together in our mother's womb, but he also pursued us all the way to the cross in in order to redeem us. Life is not a choice. Life is a responsibility. You know, the day the statistics are staggering for the number of women who've experienced abortion, I know that there are probably many of our listeners who have been touched one way or another by the topic of abortion. And for those who've experienced abortion in any facet, I want you to know that there is power and forgiveness at the foot of the cross. There's healing and forgiveness in Christ for abortion, as there is with any of our sins. So cling to the cross and know that in Christ you are accepted blameless in him and one of his adopted children. But I want you to know today our defending of life doesn't stop at birth. We must continue to support these children who are born. We must continue to support their birth families. As a matter of fact, as a ministry of Lifeline, we we don't want to just be pro-birth where we only are advocating for the birth of a child, but we want to be life-affirming where we are defending the life of mothers and we are defending the lives of women as well. And so today, like I said, I'm joined by Christy Mack Seegers and Christy Harmon. And, and Christy Mack, I just wanted you to start us off and let us know what is the heart of Lifeline's domestic adoption program? Thanks, Herbie. At, at the heart is, is truly just the gospel. We want these women who are in unplanned pregnancies to know Christ, to know that there is great reconciliation and there is great redemption in Him. And so we do this by, by sharing about that hope and by empowering her to make exactly that, a life-affirming decision. Life-affirming both for, yes, that unborn child, but also life-affirming for her. Um, and so we do not push her towards one option. We want her to be educated on all of her options so that she can make a decision that is in her best interest and in the child's best interest. We get to know her holistically, to know her hopes, her dreams, her fears, and to help empower her to address more than just the crisis of the unplanned pregnancy. Thanks, Christy Mack. And, and certainly, you know, Lifeline started in 1981 with this idea of ministering to birth mothers and, and, and loving on women and being a birth mother-centered agency. But, you know, through this time and, and as our ministry has grown, we have seen that women are coming to us. And yes, many of them are pregnant, but they have issues outside of their pregnancy. And Christy, you, I know you've had the opportunity to be able to walk alongside and minister to many of these women. What are some of the biggest needs outside of pregnancy that you are seeing in these women that we serve? Yeah, I'd say the biggest need that these women have is just the need that we all have, which is to know the gospel and to know the true love that the Father offers to each of us. And so in that way, we are no different. Me as a counselor or um, us as a ministry, we're no different than these women that we're serving. And it's a huge privilege to be able to um, meet their needs 
emotionally and spiritually, but also physically. Um, a lot of the women that we serve do live in poverty. And with that comes a whole set of just um, housing needs and um, food needs, things like that, that are just some of the basic things that I often take for granted. And the, the local church really can wrap around these women and support them holistically, um, not just by meeting their, their emotional needs, but also by, by really serving them and, and offering them um, physical needs too. Christy, I know that your story is personally wrapped up in living out life and ministering to these women and counseling them and loving on them because you yourself were placed at birth by your birth mother. She made a courageous choice to place you for adoption, and you've had a great adoption story. And recently, you were able to actually be reunified with your birth mother. Can you talk a little bit about that experience and what it's been like to be able to minister to her on this side of adoption? Yeah, it has been such a privilege to just have a relationship with her and she um, placed me with two amazing parents who have just poured into me and loved me and shared the gospel with me. And they've really supported me in my relationship with her. And they've really been a, huge leaders to me in how they have loved her and shared the gospel with her and spent long times on the phone with her and talking with her about um, what's going on in her life and, and just being relational. And so that's I've kind of picked up where they where they left off and am able to text her and call her and just share my life with her and, and know her life as well and um, talk with her about about the gospel just through the everyday. Wow. And Christy Mack, I know even at, as Lifeline pursues opportunities for these children to be adopted, you know, certainly we want to pursue families that have special characteristics and, and not just families that necessarily want a child, but families that ultimately have a heart for birth mothers as well. So can you briefly describe the profile of the families that we need to adopt domestically and just encourage folks who might be listening who have thought about domestic adoption? What does it look like to adopt domestically through Lifeline? Hmm. Yeah, thanks, Herbie. You know, it really is because our heart is the gospel, then first and foremost, we are wanting to partner with families who who have that as their heartbeat as well, wanting to advance the gospel, wanting these women to know um, that there is redemption in Christ, and wanting to raise their children in um, a way that they are going to learn about um, the saving grace of Christ. And so um, we really want to partner with prospective families who, who do have have that and do know about that saving grace and understand just like Christy said that that we are no different apart from the grace of Christ and so partnering with families who get that but also have that desire to share that with the birth family um, whether that be simply by the way that they talk about her to the child um, in the way they um, pray for her um, all the way in the way that they interact with her in open adoption so we've seen lots of benefits in open adoptions from simple things as letters and pictures that is facilitated by lifeline to um, a very open relationship where there are visits, face-to-face visits for a long time after the adoption takes place. And so when these um, prospective families are able to to love on her despite um, 
whether she is going to make an adoption plan or not. Um, and they're able to show that their love for her is not based on her giving them a child. Um, it makes incredible impact on these women. Yeah. And so just like uh, Christie's family adopted her and loved on her and painted really a path for her mm-hmm. to minister to her birth mother. We're looking for families that, that see that ultimately they need to have a heart for a birth mother mm-hmm. to minister to her and love her. And they pass that on to their child. And it actually makes it a very healthy, wonderful, awesome place for a child. So Absolutely. for both of you ladies, just, uh, and Christy Mack, maybe you first, hopefully people that have listened are going, I want to get engaged. I want to do mm-hmm. something. What are some simple things that people can do to affirm life and partner with Lifeline to love on a woman? Mm. I love this question because it there there really are so many ways and people really want to understand how to do this. And, you know, some of the things we really see in these women is a lot of their reasons for um, being in an unplanned pregnancy or considering adoption even is the lack of um, support system. Mm-hmm. And so we love to be able to point these women to local churches that are going to be um, open to them um, and, and the struggles that they have. Also, they are often looking for um, a father figure um, for for their life and for um, the child's life. And so that's a huge piece of why they are um, really considering adoption. And so that's a great place for the church to step in. Um, just being able to speak positively about the adoption option is a huge thing. That sounds so simple, but using positive adoption language that it's making a loving plan, it's not giving up. Um, simple things like that. Um, being able to point um, women who you come in, in contact with who are in an unplanned pregnancy to Lifeline so that, number one, they're going to hear the gospel, um, and number two, they're going to be served in a way that is going to empower them to make a choice. Christy, how would you add to that? Yeah, I think that those are all really great things. I think that... Um, I've seen just that there's a lot of negative thoughts about adoption. And when there are stories, we have so many stories that we could just go all day sharing about how the Lord has used adoption in the lives of children and families and birth parents to um, bring them closer to the Lord. And that is the heart of what we want to do at Lifeline. And that's the Lord's heart for adoption and adopting us into His family. And so I think that the church especially can just um, continue to promote adoption as um, not only something that is a wonderful choice for a woman in an unplanned pregnancy, but as the way that the Lord chose to bring us into His family. So just speaking positively about that is a huge way that that the local church can continue to partner with us in trying to promote life and adoption. One of the beautiful things that I know that I've seen our domestic adoption and our domestic ministry do is to care for these women on birth Mother's Day, the day before Mother's Day, mm-hmm. and really invite women back and you know continue to mentor them, pour into their lives, show them love and care. And so, Christy Mack, just round us off. Like, you know, we really want to be pro-life and affirm mm-hmm. these women. So, mm-hmm. uh, what are some ways that we can affirm these women after they've mm-hmm. uh, given birth? Yeah, Birth Mother's Day is a a wonderful way that we do that, and we often need volunteers for that, and we need, um, we really want to make that a special 
day that they feel really loved and honored. And so we do a, a really nice luncheon for them. And we can always use um, even financial partners to help with that. Um, and just being able to be a mentor to a woman who has chosen adoption or even being a mentor and loving on women who have chosen parenting or even those who did choose abortion and being able to speak about um, the redeeming love of Christ. And and both that's those are ways post, but also even before birth, there, there are financial ways that you can help with rent and transportation and all those needs we talked about um, earlier on, that it's not just the pregnancy that is often causing a crisis, but there's many other ways um, to help with those things. Yeah. So, beloved, our, our defending of life certainly should not stop at birth, but we must continue to support these children and their birth families once they are born. We need to spiritually, physically, emotionally support impoverished families by equipping them to care for their children. And we need to walk alongside women who choose life by discipling them, mentoring them, and ultimately being present for them. Uh, we need to provide a home for children through foster care. When, when it's appropriate, we must adopt children domestically or, or from foster care or even internationally. And we must never judge the value of life because of a physical, emotional, or mental disability. But we must realize that the sanctity of life has been placed on every life by God. Thank you for listening to the Defender Podcast. For more information or connect with me, please visit HerbieNewell.com. To partner with Lifeline, visit LifelineChild.org. Follow us on Twitter by going to Twitter.com, LifelineChild. Connect with us on Facebook by searching for LifelineChild. And for more information about how you can get engaged with Lifeline, you can email us directly at info at LifelineChild.org. Beloved, will you allow God to use the gospel through you to impact the life of a child? Please contact us because we are here to defend the fatherless. We will see you again tomorrow for the Defender Podcast.